Live on YouTube. Yeah. The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the Robot. Thank you for introducing the show as always. I am excited about this next episode. We are doing yet another quarantine zoom episode to not cough COVID all over people and get them all sick suzanne how's quarantine treating you yeah still still same old same old it's uh, been a whole a whole year by now and uh you know it's like i you know i remember like a year ago it was the, the years toilet paper time. it was the grocery stores it was everything and yeah i don't know it, it, it in retrospect it seems silly that i was so scared all the time but also i was i everyone was scared Oh yeah, no. It's it's been a yearsies, and I remember when the experts were going on TV saying it might be a yearsies. I'm like, those guys are fucking liarsies. <laughs> oh, There's no goddamn way. It's not even going to be another monthsies. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I don't know what all these assholes. It's going to be fine. And here we are now, a yearsie later. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But that's okay because the podcast lives on. We keep <laughs> taking dumb dating questions from psychos on the internet, and. uh uh, drinking white wine and answering them. I'm uh, I'm excited about today's episode. We have two amazing guests. First up, he's a returning guest, hilarious stand-up comic. Follow him on social media, Mister Nick Nicosia. Thank you for being back, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. And a, another guest, a first-time guest. She is a hilarious stand-up comic. Follow her on social media as well. Check out her her Zoom show next Monday called The Nice Guy Shows. You can follow her on Instagram at Kate Balls of Fire. Kate Hester, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, I'm so excited. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what what time is the show? I know I I asked, but I I I, I I'm a dummy and I I forgot to write down what time it was. It's at eight o'clock at night on Monday. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. Eight o'clock on Monday. And also, you spell your name K A Y T Balls of Fire. So if people are typing in. No, K it's K and the number eight, and then the word balls. Ah, ah. Nice. The first one that comes up. Yeah, Kate Balls. <laughs> That's, you spell it like a mumble rapper with like Reese's yes. and Skittles it's and my, shit tattooed all over it's their like face. Like my MC name, like MC. I like that. Eight balls. Yeah. I like yeah. that. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. But yeah, what? my name is spelled stupid too with the K A Y T. No, I No, it's very dumb. I I tried to go to the no, other way. Okay. Didn't work. It didn't stick. <laughs> okay, so I had to. So I had to do something where I had to create. Anyway, I here's my here's what I was wondering about last week. You know, when we made our email addresses, you know, oh I don't know, you know, I'm kind of old. So like when I made my email address, it was like, oh, would you just like your name? And I was like, I was like, yes, I would just kind of like my name, thank you. But now, so many email addresses have been created. It, you know, do you name your kid or do you first find the email address? Which one comes <laughs> yeah. first? You know, you, it's. I mean, it is really crazy. It's like you're like, oh, I would really like to name my daughter Teresa. Uh, well, sorry. She's going to have to be Teresa 8,958. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I even get it. And my last name's Vever. That's not a common last That's name. Not that a common a last name. Yeah. Eastern European last name that no one can say right because it's spelled funny. It's got V's, which are a, a weird, obscure consonant anyway. You know, like no one really fucks with V's too much. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, for some reason, I'll go to get a new email or username somewhere and at can't do Jake Vevera. Got to put a number after. It's like, how many Jake Vevers are on here? If you have any more Jake Vevers, I'm I, I, I'm the victim of identity theft, and you need yeah. to find that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I need I need to find him. There can be only one of me. I will decapitate him like the goddamn Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. And when I, I um, okay. I was gonna say when I hopped on Twitter for the first time, I'm like, oh, my name is stupid and redundant. Like no one else <laughs> probably <laughs> has this because like it's just like Nick Nicosia. That's that's dumb. That's a dumb name, objectively. <laughs> and uh, but no, someone else had it, so I have to like I had to throw my middle initial in there. And the other nickname I see on Crazy. Twitter, I think he tweeted a few times a couple years ago about getting molested by priests, and then nothing else. So I'm like that. That'll be good for my wow. brand, I think. Well, we'll have wait. that. <laughs> that shows up when you search for me on the but internet. Isn't, isn't that like that's like a whole hacker world in itself? Is um, collecting like cool handles and like selling them on the dark webs? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it's it's like scalping tickets. You know, you get to scalp uh, e e email usernames. That's it the way to do it. Sex.com, sex.com. <laughs> <laughs> that was some 15-year-old back in 1995 when America Online was first came out. He's like, dude, you know what's a funny website name? Sex. And then he, now he's just got it. He's he, he gets to ransom it to every every porn company on the planet. They're they're in a bidding war for his for his little nonsense. <laughs> it was a funny little joke to a bunch of other junior high kids, but now he's a millionaire. It's a yeah. goddamn millionaire. Yeah. Now we're dating Girl. ourselves with the AOL references. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so popular on my stage. Yeah. <laughs> How did my family build its wealth? Well, let me tell you. Uh, my father, <laughs> my father typed in sex.com and hit save back in the roaring 90s. When 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 <laughs> 90s. Were back when it was still fresh. See, it was anybody's <laughs> game out there. You could just pick a name and it was your website. Yeah. Ain't like that no more, see? I feel like any person who's a fan of Biggie would hear you say the Roaring Nineties and just <laughs> like Biggie Big and Tupac, the Roaring Nineties. The no, that's I. I think that's when they were big, right? I don't think there's stuff they they haven't put out a lot of music since the nineties. I don't follow <laughs> hip hop much, but I, I think those guys. Yeah, I can't imagine back, why. Right? I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't follow it, but they need to, they need to put out a new album. I think yeah. now is the time for a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of comebacks, we have a lot of people coming back for answers yes. to the Love Gurus podcast. Or for, coming back to the Love Gurus for answers because my, 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 uh, people, people still need our help. I must say. Awesome. Let's take our first question from the. Wild Maniacs on Yahoo Answers. People, if you got any questions to write in yourselves, write them to LoveGurusPodcast at Yahoo.com or join us live every single Thursday night at 9 p.m. Give us your goddamn questions for now. We're hearing from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. First question. The guy I've been talking to wants to meet at a gas station for our first meeting. Is this okay? <laughs> I've been to a guy I met online for a little, a, a little over two months. We were planning to meet in person this Friday. He lives about an hour away from me and wants to meet me halfway somewhere, not far from the highway. I suggested we meet at a local ice cream shop because it's not far from the highway. However, 
he texted back that he's not trying to eat and just wants to talk and suggested <laughs> that we eat at a grocery store or a gas station wow. instead. Now, I'm, I was starting to like this guy, but to me, this is is this is a red flag, or maybe I'm overthinking it. I know that he responded to someone suggesting we meet at a gas station um, was the first meeting. Any suggestions? What should I tell him? Um, I don't think, I mean, sometimes do summaries of the, this one's pretty straightforward. <laughs> you met a guy online, now he wants to meet at a gas station for their first date. Um, I mean, is he at least offering to let her pick the gas station? Like a gentleman, like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing I think about this. So now, and, and Jake, you know, also being from the Midwest, maybe you can relate to this. Some gas stations in the Midwest along those long stretches of highway that people are only just trying to get through are actually really nice. Like, you know, they'll be like, you know, there's like some of them have showers and booths and, you know, like, you know, restaurants. I mean, some gas stations in the Midwest are very nice. I was conceived in a gas station uh, shower. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not a surprise to anybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> my, my, my pa got out of his 18-wheeler and looked at my ma and said, you're, you're the reason that cavemen used to chisel on, uh, you know, bathroom stall walls in, uh, <laughs> in rest areas. And then uh, the magic was made. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering about that myself. Like, what is the quality of the gas station? Because I feel like that's... If it's Absolutely just like not. If it's <laughs> the nicest golden palace of Taj Mahal of gas stations. Absolutely not. What's wrong with the ice cream plates? Go to the ice cream. I'm not trying to eat. This guy is pure is trailer trash. Absolutely not. No. The fact that there was another option offered and he's still like, no, gas station, that is weird. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's like, like at first I was going to say, like, it, like you know, where is this? If the gas station is the cool spot, I mean, okay, well, cool. But, like, what here's if, an ice cream shop. Go to the ice cream shop. Be a normal What if he's human. lactose intolerant and doesn't, oh. wanna, you know, like, lose his shit? And he's the just like, no, let's just go to the gas station, you know? Okay. You're like, lactose shaming this man. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the first meeting, you go to where the woman is comfortable, you know, and it's like the whole, I'm not trying to eat, like, ew. It's not like she suggested, like, this nice Italian restaurant where he's got to blow 75 bucks. Uh -huh. It's an ice cream shop. Like, he can get a Coke, you know, like, if mm. he's going to get the shits, you know? What are you, one of them stuck-up broads who needs uh, tables and chairs just to meet up <laughs> with a guy on a date? What's wrong with you? No. You meet up at a gas station on your first date, it's all downhill from there. Fuck that guy. He's a garbage person. I will go out. You know what? I'll take it one step further. Now, I don't consider myself uh, uh, bougie by any means. <laughs> I don't. Kind of the opposite of that. That being said, I don't think you should meet up with a guy for any date at a gas station. You know, it's, well, it's a fifth date. Is that, is that gas station date yet? No, there's a gas <laughs> station isn't a date. That's where you stop on your way to a date to get you gas in the car to make it to said date. That's what it's built there for. I, this I fucker scrolling through Yelp going, I wonder what the Yelp reviews are like. I wonder if they say if this is a good place for a date. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they... Like, oh, that's right. Day. You got to go to the shell. If you, the BP is terrible. Yeah. Absolutely no. Slim gyms yeah. are no ambiance whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> they got the best slim gyms in the area. <laughs> yeah. See, I 
I just picture, I picture, first of all, I picture a big gas station. I'm not talking one of those ones where it's like one, you know, it's not even like you, like, you know, like the ones where it's just the attendant, like there's no store really. Like mm. you just walk up to the attendant. Um, like I'm picturing like a big gas station where you go and there's booths and you can get a soda and you can sit and chit chat and all this stuff. Plus, sometimes there's a lot of really cool stuff in a gas station. But he said he's not trying to eat. So that's why I feel like it's not like, you know, a Wawa style gas station with like oh, food and everything. Unless yeah. you think they're meeting up. I mean, also, well, what are the gist of their conversations? If they're sexting all the time, then he's looking for a blowy in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you See, know? That's, what I, that's what I think, that maybe this gas station is sort of like known for, you know, those other other acts, which, you know, if, if that's what she wants to do. Um, but it's, you, you know, the one thing about this question is she's obviously very vague about, I met him online. You know, he's he's like an hour and a half away, so it's probably not an app because those are more like location-based. Like the fact that she's very vague about the fact that he she met him online, it's like, it was a dodgy website. Like ah, that's a good point. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't say. Like we always try to point out at least once a week, these questions are these people's pro them propaganda. It's their Fox News, their MSNBC, their North Korean state run news. If they happen to be running the goddamn country. <laughs> so when they leave out, it, it, details that kind of seem important. It's usually because it doesn't make them look the best. That said, I, I know we're giving her advice, which uh, the obvious advice is maybe don't go. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if it's the guy, I would literally rather text a lady. Hey, can we just meet up in my car? We can either fuck in my back seat or your back seat if you have a car that you'd like to drive my car to. I just don't want to go anywhere with you before sex. That would at least tell her, oh, he's just a sex addict, not a serial killer. You know, like that's my good. I mean, I'm not even if I'm her, I'm not even just worried about the sleaziness of it. I'm I'm worried I'm getting hacked up in in this guy's shed. You know? Yeah, this does kind of seem like a little bit of the plot point of the movie Monster starring Charlize Theron. Uh. And well, in some scenes, quite sad. Um, you know, but I, what I never actually saw that movie, but if she was asked to go to a, a gas station for a first date, I can guess how it ended. Yes, poorly. poorly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a gas station necessarily, but definitely a storage locker. Um, but what <laughs> you want to be a storage locker? <laughs> Yeah, so we, so there is somewhere locker. worse to go on a first date than a gas station. He's <laughs> one of those lockers. Definitely even more red flags. Bougie <laughs> princess and had to meet up at the gas station. Wouldn't come to the storage unit. <laughs> um, okay, so so I think that we're all in agreement that a first date at the gas station is a bad idea. So now, how does she break this news to him that... You know, does she give the ultimatum? Listen, it's either the ice cream store or this two months of texting and messaging back and forth down the tubes. I mean, you know, how do you how wow. do you phrase that message? Well, first of all, I'm thinking because now I'm analyzing it, because if I'm meeting a guy <laughs> for the first time, I'm like, we're meeting in a bar. The fact that she's seeing an right. ice cream shop. It's like, I'm getting a little goody two-shoes vibe here. You know what I mean? Uh, Plus she's yeah. willing to do an hour and a half, date a guy who lives an hour and a half away, and he suggests a gas station, and she's still like, should I? So it's like, <laughs> like how secure is she? What she look like? I mean, not to right, not yeah, yeah, nasty, yeah, yeah. but like, she's obviously seems desperate for yeah. a man. She seems it would be weird. It would be weird if she did look like a young Jennifer Aniston and she's asking this question. Yeah, <laughs> like hot chicks or chicks who are even reasonably attractive 
They're not driving an hour and a half to meet a guy at a gas station. Yeah. You they can that, get it at home. Yeah. You remember that episode of Friends where Phoebe almost got stabbed to death because she had a first date at a gas station? Oh, no, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, they did coffee shops and bars and restaurants. They, well, they, they actually did do that, but the live audience and friends didn't go for it. Like, <laughs> we can't air this. None of the, the audience didn't laugh at a single stab. <laughs> that, would, that would be Ahead fun. Just, a bunch of writers find out they're getting canned on Friends, and they're like, <laughs> you know what? We have a very dumb staff and they will straight up or, a, you know, a, a, a very dumb actors. They will Ron Burgundy anything we write in here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're turning this into a snuff film. We're, we're turning friends into Silence of the Goddamn Lambs. Yeah. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm not even meeting anyone halfway. I'm like, <laughs> yes. uh, you want to meet me? I've, there's a great bar two blocks from my house. Come to my, come here. Yeah. As a dude who's not good looking, like I, yeah, a lot of times, like the girl's like, I'm in Bushwick. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to Bushwick. That's kind of like on you as the dude usually to like travel to wherever the girl feels comfortable. Yeah, you journey to us. At first. And then once we're all established, I'll take the journey to your house. Yeah, the first first day you come to me, second day I'll come to you, but I'm still gonna go through all of your medicine cabinets. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems fair. But even, no matter who's driving, how far, you don't meet me at a gas station. What are you, what are you talking about? Hey, you know what? There is no nice gas stations. No, I happen <laughs> to come from the state that has the world's largest truck stop. <laughs> that's that's true it's on interstate 80 it's it's right outside davenport iowa it's, it's you could see it they have big massive lit up signs like a vegas strip casino it just says world's largest truck stop you can see it from my and it's iowa there's nothing that's, else around it it's just like the really world's cute first date photo like with the neon lights in the back <laughs> Yeah, I mean, except for the fact that it's trashy as all hell, even at the world's largest truck stop, it's still pretty bad. It's still a three instead of a one, you know what I mean? And the thing is, is yeah, they do have like a buffet in there, like a grub, you know what I mean? Like where the, the food's been, you know, it's better than ordering a plate of food that we cook for you is eating seven plates of food out of troughs that have been sitting here for six hours from your face in it, you know? And so that's, that's there, but uh, there's other truck stops that have that. You know, what makes the world's biggest truck stop, the world's biggest truck stop. They have a massive gift shop selling shit that says world's biggest truck stop. Ah, I see how they yeah. did the marketing campaign. Genius. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to drive back to Iowa on 80 again, because if they find out that I was given that secret, out over the internet because anywhere the truck stop, all they got to do is build what a slightly bigger gift shop, and now the one on eighty outside Davenport has to downgrade to second largest truck stop. I mean, that's just yeah, that ain't gonna. All the t-shirts are gonna be drawn with a line. It's gonna say number two. I imagine if a guy took you on a date to only like the second biggest. Yeah. So that, I mean, I guess that's my, my, my advice to her is don't meet any guy at a gas station. That's not the world's largest truck stop. And even then, Hey, he's really gotta be somebody special. You know what I mean? Cause it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's still a shitty day. Snow globe. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Get you a nice oh. little t-shirt. 
some slippers. No, yeah, no. he's garbage. Yeah, <laughs> garbage. Dump him. Um, perfect. Well, I think we answered that question. Should we move on? Yeah, absolutely. Next question on the Love Girls this. podcast. <laughs> write your questions to the Love Girls podcast from Yahoo.com. Until then, we are going to hear from the desperate and the depraved on Yahoo Answers. Next question. My boyfriend's brother stole his entire savings. What should we do? Last week, my boyfriend's brother took money from my boyfriend's company and about $6,000 from his savings account. I was so outraged because my boyfriend worked so hard for years to save up everything that he had. He owns the world's largest truck stop. (laughs) A rich man, thousands of dollars, more money than any truck stop owner. Yeah, seriously. my boyfriend suspect, uh, took it and, okay, uh, so he worked so hard for years to save up everything and his piece of shit brother took it like it was nothing. My boyfriend suspects that he is giving the money to a girl that he met online because mm-hmm. he's done it before and she's a gold digger. Wow. His brother is very weak-minded and a stupid person. He falls for anything, but it's so wrong that he took all of his own brother's money I told my boyfriend that he needs to report that and get his, uh, report it to the cops and get his money back. But he doesn't want to because he doesn't want to put his brother in jail. Yesterday was the first time I'd seen my boyfriend cry and it hurt me so much. What should we do? Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean that, to me, that is the worst, not the worst case scenario, but something that I, I feel very fortunate that I'm not in a situation of is when you're dating someone and the rest of their family are just garbage people, you know, like <laughs> you can invite them over because they're going to steal out of your purse. Like, you know, that like to me is a really horrible situation. And so now she's dating this guy, his brother totally stole from him. And she's like, we should report it. And he's like, no, I don't want to get my brother in jail. I mean, honestly, it is kind of, I, I kind of get the, the boyfriend's perspective. Like what, like, what do you, what would you guys do if you were in her position? Oh, I would, I, well, I would really implore the boyfriend to get the cops involved. Fuck that shit. Yeah. $6,000. Not like it was like 500 bucks. It's like $6,000. That's crazy. But what if, but what if you confronted him and he said, okay, I'll pay it back. Mm, I don't know. Well, here's, here's, like here's a by another online girlfriend into paying <laughs> her a bunch of money. Like, Plus, I don't know, my thing is like, I don't know if the cops, like, do they actually, if something is stolen from you, do they actually help you? Because in my experience, <laughs> not really. Like, I feel like his brother would get in trouble, but the cops are going to be like, yeah, that $6,000 is gone. Like, well, yeah, that's what I'm picturing the cop and Big Lebowski when it's coming. <laughs> $6,000. Yeah, we got three more detectives working on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm picturing when this man reports $6,000. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point, Nick, because, yeah, it's one thing to get the brother, you know, the, the brother would say, you know, get arrested for stealing or whatever. But, I mean, that money is probably already in some Ukrainian online, yeah. you know, cam girls account. Like, the, that money, yeah, you're right. You're never going to see that money again. All you're going to do is just get the brother in trouble. I would yeah, get the brother in trouble just to teach him a fucking <laughs> lesson. I would. <laughs> I would I'd be yeah. like, fuck you, dude. I'm just yeah, this fuck is him. very topical because my, my very best friend's roommate had some dude stay over and that dude stole $2,000 from him and then left. Wow. Uh, and I was like, you better wow. take your little fucking roommate and shake him by his ankles until you get all that money back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That is that's crazy. crazy ass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, had, definitely, like, 
understand that too because also like right now it's the boyfriend but if you get married and you tie your finances together like this brother can then take your money too yeah well yeah yeah. i i agree i think that some lesson needs to be learned because because also i think she said that he had done it he'd done it before this is not the first time that he's stolen and he's so in love with this with his online girlfriend who's a gold digger that he doesn't care you know honestly it kind of disappoints me that you know if it were drugs it's like yeah you know addictions addictions rough like you know that that's that's a tough you know so people stealing money for drugs but if you're mostly because i watched that show 90 day fiance (laughs) (laughs) money for your online girlfriend who lives in russia like Come uh-huh. on, like heroin, I can understand, but like your girlfriend, I'm not, a, I'm not into it. You right. Be- you don't get physical withdrawals and go into seizures because you haven't gotten blown by a Russian yeah. uh, mail order bride in, <laughs> you know, in so many days. I mean, that's <laughs> like, that's just deep, deep character flaws with no, with no chemical pullings as much. I mean, this <laughs> is, I, I mean, I get there's sex addiction, but goddamn stealing from your brother. And uh, back to your point is, if the brother says he'll pay it back, paying it back would be good. But here's what I've experienced from people who will steal thousands of dollars from their own family. <laughs> Usually not the most honest, you know, sometimes <laughs> they'll tell little fibs, especially about what the money they've stolen. Oh yes. They're great at lying about that. So of course he's going to be lying about it, but I will say to the lady who wrote the first question, do you see how much you can make with online dating if you apply yourself correctly? You're doing huh? it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Look at her. She's going to be a millionaire in 10 years. You'll uh, be buying gas stations. Years. You're going to be getting hacked up at gas stations yeah. while she's going to be in fucking Boko Raton. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, here's, here's the, imagine, imagine Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and however many months they're they're sat around the table and and he brings over a box of wine and he's like hey guys i bought a box of wine to to share with the table and i mean how do you i i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to just have a conversation with that with that person because so it's almost like you you're cutting them out of your life anyway either they go to jail or they're completely cut out of your life like that's how i would look at you it you can't be like can you pass the gravy and my six thousand dollars that's not, <laughs> not like a good time it takes to save up six thousand dollars it would take me years to save i have thirty dollars in the bank right now i have forty dollars yeah. in the bank right now also to like, steal six thousand dollars right before you're about to get your stimulus check a uh, dick move okay right <laughs> he should have he should have only stole what four thousand uh, six hundred of those dollars? <laughs> yeah, the government's helping you out, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. So I I so my my final advice to her is look. Well, but here's the thing. Okay, so what happens in the relationship if the the boyfriend just totally refuses to um to call the cops on his brother? Like, does she stay with him? Like, knowing that he kind of is enabling his piece of shit family's behavior. Yeah, I don't know if you break up with someone over that, but she should be concerned if they're going to like, if they're going to move in together or get married, because then that's her stuff too. Yeah. And then that's a problem. But if they're yeah. just dating right yeah. now, or they're like in year two and they don't live together yet, you can't really do anything, but it, it sh- that should be a concern going forward for her future. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say if it's a long-term thing, that could be yeah. an incompatibility. Because I wouldn't want him near my kids. I wouldn't mm. want him in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 
this guy, he's going to be a terrible brother-in-law, man. Your mm-hmm. Thanksgivings are going to be like the Passover in uh, Uncut Gems. You know, the guy's just stealing from his family members and they want to kill him, but he can't say anything to the old man. Otherwise, we're going to get cut out of the will. And so he's just going to stare daggers at you like, I will leave you dead and tied up and naked on the side of the road. But you got to go like, hey, so how's how's your Passover going? Good, good. (laughs) I'll kill you, you know. And so that's that's the way your 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 family reunions are going to be unless he needs to he needs to pull a Michael Corleone in the Godfather 2, huh? And if he won't do it, you need to do it. Not the whole thing. I'm not saying you go up and Mwah, I know it was you. You broke my because then if he walks in on that, he's gonna be like, Why are you kissing my brother? It's like, no, 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 it wasn't a cheating case. I'm gonna murder you, Mafia Don Kiss. He's, he's, <laughs> I'm gonna send him out on a little boat to go fishing and then bang. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, as, as we've said, it's, it's something to be, um, concerned about for the, the future. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, just such a sad, uh, situation. It also makes me think I'm living my life wrong as a woman with access to the internet. Like I could be making all this. <laughs> How much money's your brother got in the bank? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Case becoming like the daughter in Beverly Hillbillies, like the 2021 edition. Like, you mean there's a there's a little gadget on that smartphone of yours where dumb men will just steal their brother's money again? You, oh shucks, I need to get me an Instagram. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I think we answered that question. Should we do our wine commercial? Absolutely. Let's do. I forgot. I forgot to plug the wine at the beginning, but I guess I'll do it. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> People, do you need a delicious Pinot Grigio to uh, get you through dumb dating situations, possibly involving uh, thieving or internet fraud or being murdered at a gas station? <laughs> Whatever your problems are. I'm not saying this wine is good enough to solve them but it's good enough to make you enjoy the ride home. You know, I mean, don't drive after like the whole thing. You know what I mean? Maybe just kind of a couple while you're driving. If you're in the Midwest, you know what I mean? That's the way we do it. Anyway, don't drink and drive like too much, but either way, get you some, what's it called again? Canteen Paololio, 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 Marco Paololio. It's a goddamn... You know, it's a blindfolded pool game and a tongue twister all in one. Look at that. <laughs> really good wine. Got hints of uh, hints of apples in it. And you know what? I'm trying to read this off the back. I don't know why I said apples because this whole thing is in Spanish. Or oh. I don't know. One of those European languages with lots of vowels. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know it's good. If there's lots of vowels and you can't say any of them. That's real fucking wine. This is a real Pinot Gris. Nice and smooth, crisp up front. Canteen Palolio. Get you some <laughs> now. Next question on the Love Gurus. People write your questions to the Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. We're going to take one more from the psychopaths on Yahoo Answers. Next question. <clears throat> My boyfriend wants me to relocate with him, but I have a mortgage and no employer in the new area will be paying what I am currently making. I'm also currently expecting. My boyfriend's mother resides four hours away and has cancer. He's the oldest of eight siblings. 
the mother and the siblings constantly call to borrow money from him, usually $150 to $300 every three to four weeks. The youngest sibling is a teenager and the others are aged 21 to 37. I currently live in my home that I'm buying. He lives with his roommate in an apartment. He wants us to relocate to where his family is. I don't want to rent when relocating. His credit isn't high enough to get a mortgage in his own name, and we aren't married, and I'm not willing to sell my current home to relocate and rent a home. He will get a job, uh, his job is going to transfer him there, and he told me that he wants me and my kids to relocate with him, but we're not married, and he has no plans of getting married anytime soon. I would have to leave a decent job that pays well, and he refuses to listen when I tell him that his family is get uh, is getting over and never pays him back the borrowed money. Nobody has cars in his family, but uh, for, except for one family member. How do I uh, how do I reinforce to him that me relocating with him is uh, not happening? I've told him that we can work out a co-parent schedule when he comes to get the baby uh, anytime. Uh, after the baby is born, but I know that that's going to be very difficult to do. I can't relocate without a decent paying job. I have a child already and daycare and mortgage to pay. What do I do? Wow, well, you know, okay, so, so here's a summary of the question. So basically she's, the woman writing the question is pregnant. Her boyfriend wants- This lady's got her shit together so much more yeah. than the last two people. Yeah. yeah, she's already kind of doing it. And that's yeah. the thing is, yeah. so she's expecting, he's like, oh, I want to move four hours away because my mother has cancer. And these are all legit excuses. And this is going to make me sound like such a dick, but I kind of just think that the boyfriend wants to break up with her. And he's like, oh, but like- he doesn't want to like, you know, be that douchebag that leaves his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, my mom, my mom's got cancer and the other seven siblings can't take care of her. So I guess I got to relocate. And, you know, she's just like, oh, no, I, I, I can't really, you know, he is saying that knowing she's not going to leave her good job. <laughs> you, you think if she keeps saying she'll go with him, he's like, damn it, man, I think she'd go. And then he's going to get me crazy. The story, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I mean, I, I, I want to take care of my, my mom with cancer, but my, my abuela in Tijuana has got <laughs> cancer. Yeah, she lives in the, the very much stabby cartelly part of Tijuana. Yeah, yeah, I got to go there. And uh, yeah, El Chapo's all stomping grounds. Not the nice... <laughs> stuff in the hills i'm talking the you know the cities where he really where he really came up you know made a name for himself uh that's that's where i'm gonna move and uh yeah you want to come with it's gonna be fun we'll see you, <laughs> you want to hop in the back yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like a coyote but the opposite <laughs> hyena. i'm going down there to see my abuela <laughs> come on let's go be hyenas getting the pickup I just, I don't understand, like, the other seven people can't do anything for the mom. Like, even yeah. if he was, like, four hours, I mean, that's a drive, but you could do that in a day. You could wake up early and drive up if yeah. you got to go, like, that's, you know, help your family hours. with some stuff. Yeah. You don't have to move four hours away. If it was across the country, yeah. maybe, so like. You could do, like, three days there, four days here. Like, that's Boston. Yeah. We all live in the New York area. The four hours is Boston. 
So mom's dying of cancer in Boston. I'm like, all right, fine. Go do three days a week there. Then you come back here. I think she already knows the answer. It sounds like she knows the answer to this question. She, yeah. she seems like she has her shit together. Like this guy is kind of unnecessary almost. Yeah. I think having his baby. I mean, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. But she, but yeah, because she, um, I don't think she gives her age, but, um, you, you know, but she, because she, she already says in the question, she's like, listen, we could figure out a co-parent schedule. We could figure it out. You know, he doesn't want to get married. But I, I agree, you know, the fact that it's, you know, yes, obviously, like, you know, I can completely understand your, your dying parent, you want to go take care of them. But yeah, you can, you can split that, you can do that commute. There's also a million other siblings, even if they don't have money, they can still, you know, physically help their mother. It's, you know, like I said, it's just, he, he keeps coming up with all these excuses. And I think just deep down, he wants out of the relationship. And she, yeah, as you have said, she knows the answer. The answer is, I got this. I don't need you. Um, she kind of sounds great. I like her. Yeah, I, I mean, can't, can't, can't the mother come and live with them? I mean, people that are dying of well, cancer, they don't, they don't walk far. They don't eat much. You yeah, could, you know okay. what I mean? You just stay with them. Yeah, get an apartment nearby. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good that point because out. if the family members are the ones that are borrowing money all the time, yeah, just get a get like a commune, you know, like a Mormon commune. <laughs> there you, you know, go. You be the big daddy. You're, you know, he's paying for, you know, and they all just live together. Where are these families? Like, I don't know. I come from a, I'm, we're 98% Irish. The Hesters, we are, look, if any of them happen to be watching, none of us speak at all. I'm sorry, guys. I love you deep down. We are a cold ass bunch. If I ever called my brother or sisters and was like, can I have 300 bucks? They would be like, Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> being borrowed. Like, who are these families that are just like money, 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 money? You know? Like, oh yeah. my God, my older brother would laugh in my face, you know? And just like <laughs> if my younger brother came to me for money, I would laugh in his face. It's the chain of laughing in one another's faces. There's no money being borrowed in the Hester family. It kind of also seems like, you know, it's it might even be a situation where I imagine. The, the siblings don't even really need the money, but they just know he'll give it. And so he's just kind of a dummy. <laughs> yeah. Like they have jobs, and, but they're like, hey, Bill will give us $300 every yeah. two weeks. You may yeah. as well ask. Might as well get a Nintendo Switch on the big yeah, deck. <laughs> they're buying a bag of weed. <laughs> with I, I have a car, I cancer. I have cancer, Bill. Send the money. <laughs> yeah. No, move mom in. Oh yeah, maybe mom's in on the scam. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. shaving her head. Yeah. She's 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 getting eyeliner and drawing purple bags <laughs> under her eyes. Like I need money, Bill. I need I money need for razors. Shit, chemo. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you see this tube? No, it's not an iPhone charger. This is <laughs> this is this is how I piss, Bill. This is how I piss. Look, <laughs> you hear that? I'm pissing. I can't piss without this tube. Uh, but see, this is another example of, you know, a terrible situation where you're dating someone and their, you know, their family just kind of, you know, apart from the cancer, but, you know, the rest of the siblings kind of just sound like problem people. And like, do you really want to like be associated with that and have, you know, have that like be part of your daily life? Like, no, this, this just seems like a very organic way to to part ways and you know she can she can get on the get on the bumbles you know find herself a new guy yeah the more sorry go ahead 
Uh, well, it's a huge red flag too that he wasn't immediately like, "I'm about to have a baby with this woman. She's Ooh. my family now." Oh my god! Yeah, yeah we're not even uh-huh. saying the most obvious thing. She's having his kid. Yeah, <laughs> like she's having my baby. I am staying here. This is my family now. You guys have you guys have to get this. Like, I'm right. sorry, I'm, yeah. I can't see this. Yeah. Right. The seven of you are such total fuck ups that like I need to move. Like that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, is the family from Shameless? Like what is yeah. it? <laughs> They're definitely Irish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate to shame cancer-ridden old women, but I'd like to think if I was a cancer-ridden old woman, my reaction to the I, I'm stage what? Hey, listen. Fuck over my grandkids and come take care of me. You know, <laughs> like I, I'd like to kind of I, I don't know. Hey, I'm going to go. I want to see my grandkids, but I also want them to be able to what have shoes and stuff. So make sure that happens. Stay with your wife so they can have what a two parent household. I, you know, and, and that will, you know, that is how you will honor me. But no, this lady. Who I, we haven't even determined if she actually has cancer. The more we <laughs> talked about it, I think she might be Jesse Smolletting this fucking cancer. I think she might be eating there, sitting there eating Subway sandwiches, reading off fucking fake, you, you know, uh, uh, doctor's notes and stuff like that. Like, no, no, it's a receipt. It's a receipt from Walgreens. <laughs> it's not. It's not from her doctor. Stop it. <laughs> It does. It does seem a little million dollar baby where like she's in the hospital and they like That's what come it back is. from a trip to Disneyland. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and madam, if you marry this man, you better not ever get paralyzed in a boxing match. OK, because <laughs> his family will not help you at all. They will show up. They will they will sign an X with your paralyzed hand and go, you lost. We need the money. We're going to Disneyland in your memory. And then they're fucking out. Yeah. We're going to the world's largest truck stop to buy a T-shirt, y'all. It's vacation time. Largest truck stop T-shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> Her family yeah. definitely. Uh, this mother, this mother is going to be buried in a, in a world's largest t-shirt, truck stop T-shirt. That that is my prediction. <laughs> now I kind of want to watch Million Dollar Baby. I've never seen it, but you really? made it sound. But like really, it's a great film. Yeah. It's a hilarious movie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that in the reviews, Jake, but I'll I was thinking Brewster Millions. I I'm sorry. I was thinking Brewster's Millions. I this is yeah. this is not the one with Richard Pryor, right? This is <laughs> he makes a very small cameo as her boxing coach, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> um perfect. Well, uh yeah, I so I would say my final advice to this woman is look, you're gonna you're gonna be fine. You, let this let this guy sail off into his dysfunctional family sunset and uh, you be a good mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That tumor is going to kill your mother-in-law. Don't let it kill your kids. Uh, that, <laughs> that's and what I say. By tumor, you mean the sun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, you've got, you've got two non-benign growths <laughs> within your life that you should be dealt with, with a goddamn battle axe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, for, I think we answered that question. Should we do one more? Absolutely. One more question on the Love Gurus. People, write your questions in to the Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. We're going to take one more from the crazy crazies on Yahoo Answers. Last question. Ladies, I need your advice or insight into a situation that I'm having trouble getting a sense of. 
So I picked up a prescription from my pharmacy today and asked one of the three ladies that I've developed a certain amount of rapport with over the three to four year period, if it would be okay if I listed them as references as I'm considering applying to this company. The response I received was, I mean, if you could use your bosses as references, that would be better. I was a bit taken aback, not expecting such a, for lack of better words, cautionary response. <laughs> a few minutes later, I spoke with the same lady stating, I wanted to apologize when I mentioned using you guys as a reference. I did not mean to say that I was not going to use my bosses as references. I just uh, would be using four or five strong ones from work. I just mentioned that for part of the application that states, do you know anyone who works for the company? She then made a gesture as if to say, oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. I followed with, I just don't want there to be any confusion and politely smiled. I don't understand how it could possibly have been misconstrued in, uh, or read into on that level. It left me wanting to say to this person, did I miss something here? How am I, should I navigate this situation? <laughs> uh oh, uh, so, so this woman who, this, okay, so this woman, just to give a quick recap, she's been going to the same pharmacy for three to four years, sees the same pharmacist or pharmacy technicians at that, you know, for the last three to four years has built a rapport. Uh, she wants to apply to the company and now she's asking these women who are paid to wait on her, can I use you as a reference? And they <laughs> kind of politely are like, no. And she's like, I don't understand how to navigate this situation. So it's almost like, I mean, there's like a little bit of, I don't know, like, I don't, like, I don't know if she just doesn't, is one of those people, she doesn't read a social situation or I, or maybe I'm misinterpreting yes. it. What do you guys think? It's, yeah, it's like a guy who thinks the bartender loves him. It's like, no, she's, <laughs> she's doing her job and she wants tips. Like you're, no, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird, you read into this person doing their job as a personal relationship you have and you don't have one. Like, yeah, exactly. But that. Yeah. Oh God. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, but that, I mean, that's kind of a hard, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow. It's because if she's thinking that she has a rapport with these same people that she just happens to see, it's, you know, what does that say about the other relationships that she has in her life? Like, probably maybe kind of sad, like. I ran a pet supply store here in Jersey City for seven years. Nice. So I know literally every pet owner, this <laughs> right? I do. And like everywhere I go, it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And I get inundated. I'll get a phone call or a text message at three in the morning. Like, Kate, I found a kitten. What do I do with it? Like I'm this pet guru. So there's, <laughs> I know this. Oh my this God. How do you not let that power go to your head? I would love it. <laughs> it's not fun. No, it's not fun. Uh, I know this woman, I, this, this, they're, they're, they're the cork balls who are sweet and they're nice, but they don't know where that line is. You know, it's like, you can't inbox me at right. three in the morning because you have a kitten. There's bound, people have boundaries. Like oh, she yeah. just doesn't seem to know boundaries. It's like, just because I ring a bag of dog food every day doesn't mean we're best friends. I know you like your dog and, you know, I know you hate snow because that's the type of stuff we talk about when I'm ringing you up or whatever, but it's like, 
I don't know if you're a psychopath to work with, or I don't know if you call out sick all the time. I don't know if you steal from your coworkers. Like, yeah. who wants to give a ref, put their name on the line for a stranger, someone they're just cordial with? That's, she doesn't have boundaries. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yes, both both Hitler and Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs did have little dogs that they love very much. But <laughs> that doesn't make you not crazy. Having a dog doesn't make make you not crazy. And I got two dogs. I'm not crazy. Wacky. Yeah. 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 But here's here's the other thing, and because this has happened to me before, where people that I didn't necessarily like asked me to to be a reference. You know, because because it sounds like there's two things. There's a difference between writing a letter for someone and just telling someone yeah you can put my name down name and phone number down on a form right if it's, yeah. if it's okay you can just use my name and phone number you know i've said that before just because it just because i didn't want to you know be a dick and but first of all no one's ever called me but second of all even if a, an employer or a potential employer did call you could just be like hey you know you could just still like just tell them the situation you know because that like reflects on, you know, that would, the employer would get the sense that, you know, maybe this person, yeah, as you said, doesn't have boundaries or has screw loose or something. Like I would just, again, I would just be like, yeah, sure, whatever, just to not cause confrontation or am I an enabler as well? <laughs> right. Well, well, how's work, first of all, should the, this woman works for the company already. Yes. Yeah. What are you recommending this total psychopath? And your name is on. Oh yeah, she could totally work in that pharmacy with them. Uh -huh. What do you think of that? Duh. And plus, I know she was saying, "Oh, well, I was going to use my bosses. I just wanted some strong references." Then it's like, yeah, if 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 your friend works at the pharmacy and then recommends you, that's a strong reference. But um, oh yeah, yeah, I'm referring this person. How do you know them? Oh, they come in here and purchase stuff, you know, like everyone else. She is one of the general public who comes in and buys shit. That's how far back we go. Yeah, I mean, it's different, I guess, if they were friends before, if there was like a pre-existing relationship. Like, right. When I worked at a grocery store, like I had friends who were like, hey, can you like, you know, you know, recommend me for this job or whatever? And I did get a couple people jobs. But then there were some people who were like, hey, uh, so like, what do you have to do to apply here? I'm like, yeah, you fill out the thing online. He's like, oh, okay. So can you like give me a reference? I'm like, I don't know you. Like, why would I <laughs> put like, I've been working here for a while. Like, why would I put my name on the line for you? And then also sometimes you see people and they're perfectly nice. So you're like, yeah, but I don't want to work with that dude. Yeah. And that could have happened here too. Where yeah. they're like, yeah, we don't mind seeing you a couple times a week when you pick up prescriptions, but I don't want to be behind the counter with you for six to eight hours. Yeah, I think the fact that she even asked is a huge red flag because I would never exactly. do that. I would never do that. Like I know people who work all over town and I would never be like, unless it's a friend of mine, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't ask like Joey at the coffee shop to be my reference or what is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. Like it's right. It, or maybe, you know, maybe she's got like Asperger's syndrome. Like I, I recently dealt with somebody in my life who I figured out like A is never going to connect to B. Like mm -hmm. they're always. I, this lady doesn't have Asperger's. She is a full ass Big Mac with a side of fries. Okay. <laughs> and here's why I say that. Not just because she asked essentially a total stranger to be a reference, a job reference. Because it's, 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 oh, you, you, it's the cashier. Oh, we go back a long time. You've checked out the thing. You've ran up the thing and I've handed you money. We know, we don't know each other. Right. So I say it because of that, but also, uh, 
question, Suzanne, you normally pull these from the dating section on Yahoo Answers, right? Yeah, this is from the dating section. So. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> terrible at navigating everything. That's why she's putting non-dating question in the dating section. It's because she misreads everything. She can't even navigate a simple Yahoo. This is about this. This is about that. This is about, and, and she's going, hey, what's the closest one to job references? Oh, <laughs> dating. No, that has yeah. nothing. Uh, job reference questions are not dating questions and cashiers are not personal friends and references. You crazy <laughs> ass burger Big Mac with a side of fries. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She certainly wouldn't be someone who I'd feel comfortable filling my uh, blood pressure medication. Uh, <laughs> no. The COVID vac vaccine in the little closet room there at the CVS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God, was that the vaccine or was that Clorox? I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I was asking resume questions in the dating section. Now I'm putting syringes of Clorox in the vaccine <laughs> box. Whoopsie, I'm all butterfingers today. Thanks for recommending me and putting your reputation on the line before you had that promotion. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just well, definitely a case of like, she invented a relationship that does not exist. Like you yeah. have buddies with the pharmacy yeah. people. I love, I love the idea also, just this, if you picture the scene of her asking the pharmacy people if she could be a reference, that there's there's someone behind her in line also waiting to get a reference. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? They just take out one headphone, they're like, oh, this lady's weird. I don't know what's <laughs> <Yeah>. going on. <laughs> take out the headphone kind of, kind of conversation. <laughs> like 90, 99% of the time, you don't want to hear what is going on around you in the city, but this is one time you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, especially if you live in like New York for a while, you kind of get that like sense where you go, "Oh, something stupid is happening." I got. I, I okay, if if you're working at a pharmacy and some crazy douchebag comes in off the street picking up some more pills, going, "Hey, can I be your reference to work here?" How bad do you want to just be like, "Ah, let's see what this crazy fuck has to do." <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're full on uh, Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind. I'll bet Ed Harris in, in, in a fucking fedora hat told her to say that. Did Ed Harris tell you that we were good friends? Because he doesn't exist and we're not. But I just don't know also like what your pharmacist would know about how capable of a worker you are. Like if they call <laughs> up and they're like, yeah, so what, uh, you know, what do you know about this person? It's like, I don't know. They buy a lot of insulin like yeah. really, you like can, not you can run errands at two o'clock in the afternoon yeah i don't know really if a pharmacist a time. i don't know if they could tell you how good of a worker you are but they could probably look at what's in that yellow bottle and tell you <laughs> how good of a worker you're not or how <laughs> prone you are to weird in, in, uh, in inbox messages at 3 a.m so <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think they definitely were taking a look at, wow, that's a lot of X's and Z's in these pills. Fuck <laughs> yeah. me. That sounds like the name is something that Monsanto puts in corn uh, cobs <laughs> to make them grow like three feet long. And she's taking that three times a day with breakfast. My yeah. God, this woman's off the rails. Yeah, no, she's definitely off the rails. Oh, there's yeah. a kitty behind you. Oh, yeah, Chad showed up. Sorry, false alarm. alarm. Got distracted. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then that woman went home and it was like, hi, honey, how was your day? It's like, you know that weird lady, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, 
Yeah. That's the thing is, I, I would love if we're completely wrong. And actually, these farm, the people that work at the pharmacy are just dicks. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll be your reference. You know, <laughs> like, <the> chemist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, that is the one perk to working at the pharmacy is you got, you got the lock and key to all the good drugs, man. And ev- everybody wants to be your pal. You know, yeah. everybody <laughs> just wants to be a goddamn reference. Keys to the kingdom, man. Can't can't let just anyone behind that counter. Yeah. I never seen a really good documentary about some lady that worked at a pharmacy and just stole like millions and millions of dollars worth of you know, just basically like government grade liquid crystal meth over years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And then there's also the story of the guy who got caught for watering down the medication. Yeah, she was doing that too. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, yeah. It, it was, and I, I love that there was so little security measures in place that she was just like, I did what, here's the genius move. I'm, I'm a chemist, right? So I was like, what if I took this like $20,000 big jar of liquid meth and I, what? Pour water in that shit and shook it up. <laughs> Boom, three meth for days. It's like the exact amount of thought a teenager has, like when they're stealing yeah. their dad's vodka yeah. engine. And, and, and it worked. With water. Yeah. And it worked. And her, her chemist boss just looked at it and went, ah, this must have been a bad match. Let's order more liquid meth. And he kept doing that for years. And that's why you need references to work at a pharmacy now. Yeah. <laughs> they, they came down from higher. Like, listen, if you reference somebody, God damn it, they can't just be a patient. All right. <laughs> they can't just, you got to know more about them than I like it. I need drugs. I like it. I need drugs. That can't be only because we were you know this lady a million dollars with the liquid mess you would just like like a goddamn gerbil like a <laughs> like a thirsty gerbil with the liquid mess everything just <laughs> yeah bye i'll see you in my shift as soon as people turn their back drinking all the goddamn meth out of eyedroppers. Amazing, yeah. Well, perfect. Well, I think we answered that question. I think we answered all the questions. And um, the bottom line is stop drinking meth. Yes. Stop drinking meth. And don't get murdered at gas stations. Especially (laughs) for therapists. Guys that don't want to eat because they're on liquid meth that they stole from their ex-girlfriend that worked at pharmacies. (laughs) People, go out there, find love, find references from what? people you know outside of buying drugs from at the pharmacy yes <laughs> yes and watch the nice guys comedy show on zoom monday night at 8 p.m with kate hester check out nick nicosia on social media and until next time listeners write us at lovegurus.podcast@yahoo.com. see you next week 9 p.m eastern every single thursday night on youtube later <laughs>